It's time for a new evolution in raising golfers, one that doesn't involve headaches, tears, or heading down the path of unknown. Whether you're trying to introduce children to the game of golf, help them play competitively, or play at a collegiate level, you're in the right place. This show is for any parent, player, or coach who wants to build a better team at home and on the golf course. This is the Raising Golfers Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Raising Golfers Podcast. I am your host, Travis Hauser, PGA professional here in Carlsbad, California. And so excited to have you here back on the podcast. I'd like to start with a couple of updates here with the podcast. And I know recently a lot of these episodes have just been me talking on the podcast and sharing some of my experiences as a golf coach and as a parent. And I do plan to continue to have more guests come on the podcast, and I'm really looking forward to having some of these guests who have already arranged to have come back on the podcast. However, recently things have been very, very, very busy with the Raising Golfers Golf Academy here in Carlsbad, and so I have put a lot of time and energy and focus into that, and it's not that I'm putting the podcast on the back burner. It's just that I'm working on trying to balance out that time and that energy to make sure that I can also continue to continue to produce episodes for the podcast. You know, this podcast is extremely important to me and it has really actually just taken me in to so many places, including where I am today. I wouldn't be here in Carlsbad today if it weren't for this podcast. And so, you know, there's a special place in my heart for this podcast. So I want to continue to have quality episodes that add value to you, the listeners, on the podcast. And so I do have some, you know, great plans for the podcast. And I appreciate your patience so far. But I do hope that these episodes I have been sharing of just myself have added value to you over the last few months. And I hope that you continue to tune in to these episodes. So thank you so much for already tuning in. Now, today what we're going to be talking about is managing performance anxiety on the golf course. And, you know, let's keep in mind, this is a very simple analogy here would be that, you know, if you see a junior golfer, they hit a putt that, you know, we think they should have made. Let's just say it's a one or two footer. From my experience, players don't purposely miss putts. You know, golf is hard, and when in the moment with some pressure, your junior golfer will either be clouded by emotions that then can lead to some of this performance anxiety. And in in golf, many quickly think that when they do miss this putt or hit a bad shot, that it was some type of failure of technique. But actually looking at the swing on the golf course, it is many times really far from that, in my opinion. You know, I, I think that there's a lot of things that are going out on on the golf course. We want our junior golfers to be players on the golf course. And we don't want them to be overthinking things. And surely if they are overthinking things with added pressure, I think that that all of a sudden can have them spiral down this performance anxiety kind of rabbit hole. So let's talk about a couple of things that I think would help with some of this performance anxiety. And, you know, we kind of have to be a little bit proactive with this. And, you know, if you're a junior golfer listening, I think there's going to be some advice here that you should just take directly on. And if you're a parent or coach listening, these would be things that you can talk to with your junior golfers. So the first one would be self-talk. I think a common thing with junior golfers, whether they would admit it or not, or say it out loud, would be 
they would say things like, I can't do this, or I can't hit it over the creek, or I can't shoot par, or I can't make a birdie, or I can't hit a good shot. And then all of a sudden they start to believe what they're thinking. And I think what we have to do is we have to help junior golfers come up with a phrase that means something to them. So it could be as simple as I've got this, or I am strong. I can do this. And I think that voice in their head of positivity will really help reinforce that, you know, they actually can do this and they need to convince themselves of it. I do this all the time. And, you know, I've had a situation just recently where I was on the golf course. I hit a really, really, really poor shot, like really poor. It caught the inside of the club face, went dead right. The word starts with this shot starts with the letter S. I'm going to say it out loud. And, you know, internally, immediately, I'm thinking, okay, um, you know, obviously, that wasn't a very good shot. But I had to quickly, quickly start speaking out loud in the positive, because I knew if I didn't, I might hit another one of those shots or try to make sure that that doesn't happen and then pull hook one way left. So after I hit that shot, I said, you know what, it's not a problem. I'm just going to re-tee from here because my ball went in the hazard and it was a par three. And I'm just going to hit this next to the hole and one putt and make my bogey and, and, and it'll be fine. And that's not me speaking with a high ego or overconfidence. It's I'm speaking out loud to convince myself that this is something that I can do. And it's something I've learned over time. So I said this out loud to the person I was playing with. I actually happened to be a student of mine and a good friend. You know what I did? I hit the ball right next to the hole, I made the putt, and I made my four, and I moved on. And I think in the past, I would have been really guilty of, you know, really dwelling on that very, very poor shot, maybe beat myself up inside, and actually internally being extremely nervous, and the follow-up shot would be, you know, potentially just as bad. So that self-talk, I think, is, is, is huge. And, you know, let's be honest, golf is like life and progression is not linear and, and there's going to be ups and downs. And I've said to my students that not every round may be good, but there is good in every round. And starting to get into the mindset of positive thoughts and self-talk in a positive way, I really think it'll go a long ways. Now, another thing we can do to start helping with junior golfers would be to start visualizing things and visualizing things in the positive. And you know, there has been some really great athletes in the past that said, oh, they visualize themselves standing at the top of the podium and, and receiving the gold medal or winning the, the championship. Now, that's one side of things, but I do believe that we can also start to, you know, visualize our performance in other ways or, you know, maybe even if it's just as simple as vis visualizing a shot and helping junior golfers understand how to visualize shots. And one thing that Pia and Lynn from Vision 54 said is that you can actually have players try to visualize like a shot tracer where the, you know, like from a track man or flight scope, where they actually trace the golf ball. And it's like a, like a long blue line is kind of have your own visualization with a shot tracer of your ball before you even hit it. And you can actually choose different colors of what that shot tracer line that's tracking the ball looks like and actually having those different colors helps with the focus point and i think that really helps as well with junior golfers staying in the moment and you know focusing on one shot at a time and i think that really helps with managing performance anxiety and now let's hear a message from our show sponsor hey guys 
This last spring, I teamed up with Operation 36 here at our facility in Carlsbad, California, and it has completely changed my way of coaching and service to my customers. Operation 36 is a developmental golf program designed to take beginners from playing their first round to being able to shoot par or better for nine holes. So here's how it works. Participants attend weekly one-hour classes and work through a six-level curriculum. They then play in nine-hole events once or twice a month with a common goal to shoot 36 or better from different distances. And using the Operation 36 app, coaches can plan programs, communicate with families, and track students' progress. It's really, really cool. If you're a parent listening, search for a program near you on their website at operation36.golf forward slash juniors. And coaches, if you'd like to start a program at your facility, go to the same website, operation36.golf forward slash coaches. Another thing you could do, and this would be a very proactive thing, would be to set a goal. And this is not necessarily a performance goal, but maybe improving in the long-term process. So, for example, we could say, all right, uh, let's help the junior golfers. And uh, the junior golfers are going to say something like, um, hey, let's let's commit to at least 70% of the shots today. And committing to the shots is basically, okay, you, you've, you've selected the club that you need to hit based on the situation that you're in with your lie, the distance, the wind, all the elements. And then you've gone through your pre-shot routine now, whether that includes visualization, the practice swings, your think box, your play box, going through those motions, standing over the ball and making a swing that is committed to what you're intending to do. And I say this a lot with, with especially putting. I saw this from Jack Nicklaus and he said he never missed a putt in the major. Well, we know that he didn't make every single putt. But I think what he meant was, was that he committed to every putt. And as soon as he hit the putt, he believed he made the putt because he hit the putt that he intended to hit and he committed to that. Now, whether the ball falls in the hole or not, that's a bit out of his control. But he had that confidence and he told himself that he has to make every putt in every major. And again, that just means that he has to commit to that putt. And then maybe another one could just be, you know, I want to go through my pre-shot routine on every shot today. You know, those types of goals. I think outcome goals, they're tough because, you know, if you focus so much on the outcome, then, you know, after a bad shot or a bad hole, I've really just seen it with junior golfers where things start to spiral in the wrong direction. So let's work on some of those types of goals that are attainable and it's something that they can do within their control. Um, now, another thing you could do and this is a big one too, and you see this with professional golfers, is is breathing. And breathing's been, I think, really been a hot topic is in a good way for a lot of sports psychology and even just for mental health, just generally speaking. And it's something that I've worked on personally. I've done meditation, and I also do work on my breathing even still to this day when I'm playing golf. And, you know, this is going to be something that you could even practice and work on even at home. And, you know, you can talk to junior golfers about breathing and, and work on some very basic techniques that I think will really help with them and help relax them out onto the golf course. And you, like, and like I said, you see professionals before they tee off, you'll see them exhale. They'll, you know, they'll also take this, this big exhale and then they'll walk up and then they'll go and hit their shot. And that's so helpful, especially if we're trying to manage these performance anxieties out in the golf course. So, you know, it is one shot at a time and one hole at a time. And what I want to remind you as parents, coaches, and then especially junior golfers is that your best shot 
of your life could be the next one. Just think of it that way. Your next shot or the your best shot could be your next one and you wouldn't even know it. You could have just three-putted the green before, walked to a par three, and if you're able to reset and clear your mind and go through your pre-shot routine and some of these tactics that I've just gone over, you might be able to hit a hole-in-one on a par three. And, you know, you, you it's one of those things we have to work on, and it's tough, but we got to put the past behind us. we got to stay in the present as best as possible. So, parents, what can you do? You know, aside from some of those techniques that we just talked about, I think helping set the stage for a low-stress experience and environment is extremely important, and praising effort, not results, I think is a big, big one. And, you know, I, I really can't stress that enough. And it's one of those things that I try to do as well with the junior golfers in my golf academy is we're not necessarily highlighting only just the results. I think effort and hard work are some of the most important things. And I think that creates really, really, really good people. So, you know, us adults and coaches, especially, I think, you know, offering some reassurance to junior golfers is important, whether it's sharing some experiences that we've been through or the professionals have been through. And um, parents and junior golfers as well, you can also speak to your coach and ask them to share some of their experiences and expertise in this area. You know, remember PGA members and most golf coaches play or played this game at a high level. And I can guarantee you that they've gone through these situations personally for themselves. I can speak for myself. And, you know, it's it, it, it's one of those things that I think junior golfers have to realize that they're not alone. And this is something that we can work through. And I think, honestly, it's part of the process. It really is. And it's just one of those things that the junior golfers are going to have to go through. And, you know, for me, with my golf academy, I really want to push golf as an experience and it being the most positive experience it can be. Now, I know that during the downs, sometimes that experience might get a little bit clouded. But I do also believe that the junior golfers, after the round is finished, if golf is still this positive experience based on all the other things in the environment, whether their friends are there, the activities, the games they play, or they go and practice on the putting green with friends afterwards, those types of things, I also think that helps them boost back up and come back on the up and up. So I really appreciate you tuning into this episode. You know, it's it's just one of those things that it, it's a very tough thing. And, you know, as adults and especially parents watching your junior golfers, we want what's best for them. And, you know, it, it can be difficult. And it's something that it, it's just part of sports. Honestly, it, it really is, is, is that, you know, there's going to be ups and downs. And I think helping the junior golfers out in these ways that some of these techniques that I've shared on this episode, I think they will go a long ways for you, but definitely work together with your junior golfer and junior golfers tuning in. I hope that you can kind of go and write down some of these techniques and start working some on some of these if you aren't already, because the game of golf is so much more than just the technique of your swing. And I also believe that if you truly love and enjoy playing the sport and have fun while you're doing it, you will get back to the place that you would like to perform in and thrive in the game of golf and in life. 
So thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you all have a great rest of your week and look forward to having you back on the podcast next week.